When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online, schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Get your motor running. Head out on the highway. Life is a highway. Big wheels, ball turning. It's a winding Welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Get ready to ride along on our inaugural summer road tour powered by Echo and their amazing lineup of products online at echo-usa.com. We are traveling the country, talking with green industry leaders, discovering best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. Broadcasting live from the front porch of the Spencers in Canton, Ohio. Sean and TQ, what is up? What is going on, on, Paul? Welcome back to Ohio. I think this is a picture-perfect Ohio evening, man. Yeah, you can't beat it. About 85, few clouds in the sky, sunny. Yeah, maybe a little hot, but I don't want to be complaining. (laughs) (laughs) Come on now, Paul, a little hot. 82 would be nice, but 85. Mr. Atlanta boy. I'm I'm from Ohio originally. Well... I've lived in Atlanta for about 10, no, 14 years. Okay. Yeah, 12 You've years. adjusted now. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm warm-blooded now. You're pampered. So when you come up here in the fall, you got to have on your winter clothes. Uh, we were, Caleb and I were just talking about you, Sean, <laughs> at the, um, when you came up from Miami, that crazy day of your life, from Miami to oh. Canton to Novi, Michigan, you were exhausted, and then Stan Genetic comes through the door at like 10.30, and the adrenaline shot through you. You're oh. like, let's do a podcast. They are, I'm going to bed. And then I'm like, well, it's like midnight. I was like, Calpus is going to come over. You're like, all right. Well, most podcasts are like a half an hour to an hour, Paul. You know, we went like two, three hours deep into that podcast. I was literally falling asleep during it. Oh, you, you, you dozed off for a, 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 a little bit, and then you'd come back, and then, <laughs> you, you know. I actually still have the podcast with Stan on my memory card in the house. Oh. I haven't got around to ever editing it to put it up. It just... You know, one of them things that kind of gets put on the back burner. and That was like a one-on-one counseling session with you. He calls you Spence, and he was yeah. talking about raising your prices. That was really good. Yeah, yeah. So, thank you for dinner. I just had a Buckeye cookie appetizer. We got the Traeger grill going. You got mm-hmm. What are you guys going to make? Oh, TQ. You, what do you got on there, TQ? Go got ahead. Got some tell. barbecue ribs on there. I'm going to have asparagus? asparagus and corn on the cob. Running the old 3-2-1 method that uh, Ryan Priggy taught us. What know? is that? Basically, you start cooking them about three hours, roughly, and then you put them into a uh, wet, and then you wrap them for two hours. That's why they call it three, two, one, and then one hour you'll do them with either your sauce or just to finish them off if you need be. But, yeah, our old buddy Ryan Priggy, he taught us that one. All right, the three, two, one, and then we got asparagus, and what's the other side? Corn on the cob. Corn on the cob. That's like an Ohio staple, huh? Oh, yeah. They don't do that in uh, in Georgia, really. No? Hmm. No, it's I don't eat much corn on the cob, but, you know, it's... uh, The kids like it a lot. Yeah, it's good, and it's cheap, and, you know, we figured we'd keep Paul eating healthy. (laughs) Yeah, trying to. Or healthier. So we're kind of out here in the country, though, huh? Yeah, yeah. It, uh, it, it It's about that time, though, where everybody starts getting off work 4 mm-hmm. or 5 o'clock, so you're going to see it It gets pretty it's busy like a freeway now. Yeah. Okay. Now, tell us the secrets. If for you guys that don't live in Canton, Ohio, the summer of 2020 is when I'm out on this tour. 
I arrived to town and I started noticing down by Caleb Almonds, the grass was brown. Oh yeah. It looked horrible. I get up here, my dad, you know, always keeps a nice lawn. His neighbor keeps a nice brown as can be ugly, <laughs> nasty looking. I come out here to Sean's and this guy's got green grass striped up. How in the world you pull this off against this the kind of record breaking heat? You want to tell him TQ, go ahead. Well, honestly, uh, we went a whole month without mowing. So there's that. And then whenever I water my, my flowers, I'll, I'll spritz the uh, grass every now and then. Yeah, late okay. night, early morning watering, you know, keep but it we, up. Ju- we just mowed this today. Yeah. So you let just, it go a month, <laughs> and then you knew I was coming. Now, Naylor didn't. <laughs> I get to Naylor's house, and I went to the neighbor's house. And then he's, no, no, I live over here. I'm like, oh, man, his neighbor's yard put him to shame. <laughs> but he said it was because he... You know, he, he would have mowed it that day, but he wanted to be available for me, so he didn't mow it. Oh, okay. So yeah, see, he blamed it on me. <laughs> in, my, in my neighborhood, we have to be number one. If you look around here, I love all my neighbors, but they know who the king of the lawn care is. There was a decent here. one down there, though, on my way in. Yeah, we uh, we know her. and uh, keep, we, Iron sharpens iron, man, keeping you on your toes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she actually wanted us to take hers over. And uh, we just didn't have a fitting for it, so we we end up having to pass on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and it sucks because it's right around the corner. But it's it's a good size lot, as you've seen. Property. Yeah, I don't know how you guys your time management and budgeting of time because you have two kids, you have over fifty thousand YouTube subscribers, and all. I mean that you could easily do that full time. Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't even have that amount of following, and they're doing it. You know, on a more full time basis, mm-hmm. and you're in the grind of sweat and. and you know, doing the deal, working. I've, I've seen you out there at the church and at uh, over in Fenway. I mean, I've seen you out in your route, you know, just living around here, visiting family. You guys are out doing the deal. So yeah, man. how it, do you uh, manage family, YouTube, and a business? First and foremost, it's not easy. Uh, you know, some days are easier than others, uh, but we run it now as if it's its own business and it is its own business. So, uh, you know, we'll get up in the morning. I'm up 6 a.m. I mean, on the dot TQ is normally right there with me or maybe even before me, depending if the kids are in school or not, then we're up, we're out the door, you know, seven o'clock roughly. And this year has been different with the whole COVID thing. Uh, so we got to be home by three just because the babysitter, she's got to go because she's got another job. She's got to be at at five. So every day, three o'clock, we have to be home. So we're up at it, you know, seven, eight o'clock. And then we're just knocking lawns out. But, uh, that's how we have to run it right now. We run it as if it's a, a, a business that in and of its own. So while we're doing lawn care, we're also recording for the YouTube channel, Instagram. And then 3 o'clock, we're home. Boom. I'll go straight into editing. So my day's never done. And uh, yeah. I'll go straight. Like just now, right before you got here, I was finishing or working on tonight's video. Because I know whenever we're done with this, I got to go back and put another hour into that. But, yeah. you know, it's just all about time, man. Uh, you know, a lot of people say, I don't have the time to do something or this or that. And, uh I think it really just comes down to what you really want to do. Yeah. That's what you're going to do. And and do not stop you uh, there, Paul. Uh, we truly do love lawn care. Mm-hmm. Truly love it. Like, I wouldn't be doing it. And like you said, we could, you know, go full-time into the social media thing. We could experience other avenues. You know, we've, mm-hmm. we've been offered very enticing things, but we honestly love lawn care. We love snow removal and it's what's made our channel. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we can't just abandon it. You know, we can't, we can't leave what we love. So. Yeah. And let me ask you this. I asked Brittany and Caleb this, so I'd be interested in their, cause they do, you know, their construction company, plus they have several employees and, you know, he's showing me his shop. Uh, he's actually coming to Canton, I think, tomorrow. Did he text you? No, not yet. I, I haven't had a chance okay. to check he, anyway. he, he Stay in touch. He might be uh, doing a surprise visit. Awesome. But, he's um, definitely welcome. He's picking up a dump trailer or something. But, you know, they got five or six trucks, employees. They don't have the reach that you guys have, but they have a budding. I mean, they're doing Instagram intentionally, yeah, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. working with LMN with y'all. And they got stuff going in, you know, bricks and the fire. How do you... Um, keep your marriage because you guys work together. The almonds work together. You do social media together. I mean, you guys are twenty four seven. You know yeah. how do you how do you keep that healthy? I, I asked them and I got their answer. Go ahead, and I'll, I guess I'll let I you I want to hear your guys' answer. Uh, it's not easy. It's not easy. There's a lot of lot of downfall. Um, I know, like the whole social media, we get wrapped up in it, and then like with him doing the editing and stuff, and I'm here with the kids doing stuff. But we just, I mean, we had to take a breather mm-hmm. to really just get everything together and just be like, hey, you know, it's okay to take one or two days away from Instagram. It's 
it's okay to take one or two days away from YouTube and everything like that just to spend time with family. Um, the kids really kind of, I mean, we take them to their sports and everything like that, but they need one-on-one time with each of us or one of us or something like that. But it, just, it takes a lot of time and work and stuff like that. But we, uh, I like, we're pretty good together. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, I guess to elaborate a little bit on that, we, we started having to make extra time, if you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, or focusing our time a little bit more on what we knew we needed to be focused on because social media is a giant man and it will wrap you up and swallow you whole and destroy you if you let it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, I guess myself a year ago, I mean, I was really into this, Paul. I mean, really into it 24 seven. I would not let a comment go without being getting, you know, getting responded to. And then she just came to me. She's like, look, you know, you need to take one dedicated day where it's just a family day. So that's normally our Saturday or if we're changing something out, you know, we'll make it a Friday or Sunday, whatever, whatever works best for us or when we have something planned. Uh, But that was the biggest thing we had to start making dedicated family time so that, you know, it's just not consumed by social media. So. And then how's the kids? Are they like, you know, they're like, like, hey, you know, I'm I'm a youth. I mean, their kids are kind of low key famous, you know, do they like it or they don't really understand it or? Yeah, they, uh, I guess they, they get a lot of experience, uh, are getting, getting a lot of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess the kids at their school now are finding out who they are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're really catching on to it like they call me the grass man okay that's what they call me like no joke they call me a grass man i'm like look that's all good and dandy while you're in sixth seventh and eighth grade but when we get to high school i'm i'm the lawn care guy i'm not yeah. the grass man because that can have totally different <laughs> <laughs> meanings you know what i'm saying there Paul? <laughs> the grass man yeah the grass man so that's what they call me but they love it dude the all the kids at the school and stuff they uh they that's my dad paul okay and that was my nephew, if you don't know. My nephew just came out. If, if Yeah, people, I saw one of them peeking through the window there. Yeah, a lot of people don't know, but I actually, we take care of my nephew. He lives with us. So okay. mm-hmm. um, it's not really known. He doesn't really want to be on YouTube, so we don't bother him with it. But, okay. you know, he's, what, 17? Yeah. 17 years old. He's, you know, he's becoming a young man. But to go back to what we were saying, yeah, they're becoming really well known around here. Everybody knows who we are and what we do now and it's cool to an extent but then you know there's days whenever you're just sitting on the porch and drinking your coffee and somebody stops in front of you and just takes a picture of you it's 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 different it's weird it's uh or just drops by unannounced and- yeah that that one it, that one's kind of hard to swallow sometimes when yeah. you're just trying to enjoy like family time and people somebody will just pull in your driveway you know yeah that's crazy man what's it like in public i was talking to some of the other folks i've interviewed when you're out in public and someone recognizes you from YouTube, how does that make you feel? It's cool. I mean, it doesn't bother us. I guess, uh, like, Savannah had an instance last year. Where are you at? Sam's Club or Walmart or something? Uh, Sam's Club. Yeah. yeah. And uh, someone took a photo of me from behind. I was in line and everything like that. And he sent it to his friend. And his friend actually knew us. And he, you know, told us about it. And I'm like, well, you could have at least came up and said hello. You know, I'm a person. You know, I'll talk to you. But uh, my very first time, I was actually in the Halloween store, and someone said, hey, TQ. And I'm like, I've never ran into anybody, you know, out in public yeah. that, that's watched us at that point. And I was just with my kids, and I I kind of felt like, I don't know, I was, I just brushed it off. And just, I kind of like, I was like taken back, and um, I kind of walked away, and I, I felt bad that I didn't like socialize a little more. <laughs> yeah, well, but... Brittany Almond, this episode's already going to be out by the time yours out. Their, their show's going to come a day before yours. She was at this like hole-in-the-wall pizza shop. Real kind of sketchy, not like a Papa John's, but more like a sketchy, not sketchy, but you know what I mean. <laughs> you know those like hole-in-the-wall pizza yeah, yeah, mom-and-pop yeah, yeah. shops. Yeah. And uh, she's sitting in there and there's some older man in there and, and he starts like drilling her with questions like, hey, how's Caleb? How's like, you know, starts asking like how's so and so and so and so and she's like how does this guy know all about our life like right and is this caleb's friend or something and he's like oh yeah i just follow you guys on instagram <laughs> and it's like it's kind of creepy but he knew all this detail and he's like, he's like hey Brittany," and just started talking like you know he was a friend of the family just through social media which you know right. yeah. that's something that you, people the clout's cool like, oh yeah yeah you know can i get a selfie or whatever that part's like the positive but the negative is you know 
people that might not have the best intentions can know information about you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's part of social media, part of it that we know about, knew about going into it. Uh, you, you get the good and you get the bad, you know, we've experienced it all through our, you know, our years on uh, social media, but the good far outweighs the bad, man. You know, there's a few bad apples out there that, uh, you know, whatever their intentions are, uh, they can kind of ruin it sometimes for others. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, overall, it, they're pretty cool. So tell walk us through the progression. I'm interested both your guys' opinion of this because you're the OGs. I mean, you were around when it was Geek the Freak, and there. I mean, when oh, for those of you who are new to this community, now there's a lot of folks in lawn care, landscaping, hardscaping that have big social media followings. I mean, there's it seems like there's someone popping up. I'm going to see Cody and uh, Courtney. They're kind of like the the next Spencer Lawn Cares. They're, they're up coming mm-hmm. up in Tennessee, and there's like every other three months, I feel like, oh, who are these people? It's just like people come out of nowhere and mm-hmm. blow up. Yeah. But it used to literally just be a handful in the community when the small the followings were small. And then they started to grow. But Sean and Savannah, I mean, I remember watching you when you were a lot, you know, this was before your transformation and yeah. you, you were OG. So what was it like to start then and then watch this thing evolve? Did you have any idea that this would all happen one day or was it? Tell, tell us because you, you know, you've been around since the beginning. <laughs> I, I kind of use it as like self-motivator sometimes just because in, in my life I've always used things as you know, just a little bit of motivation, you know, oh, you can't lose weight. Okay. I'll lose weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't do, you can't start a lawn care business. I'm going to start. A you lawn look care absolutely business. great by the way. Thanks Paul. I appreciate it. It's a lot of work to keep up with it now, yeah. but, uh, you know, it's, it's nice. It's very nice. I'm very happy. Uh, but going back to what we were talking about, uh, when I first started off, yeah, like you said, there was just like five or six of us, you know, not many people at all. It wasn't the cool thing to do. Uh, it was just some goofy guys. You know, I can remember the comments. People were like, why are you guys posting videos about your lawnmowers? <laughs> nobody nobody cares about your lawnmowers and cutting grass. And that's how it was. Freaks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how it was. And, uh, you know, I saw the future a little bit. I seen that it could go somewhere, uh, but I didn't know it was going to take as long as it did. Uh, I, I will say it, a lot of the companies, you know, the businesses that are out there that are in the lawn care community were very, very slow to get onto this ball. And, uh, uh, the newer guys and gals that are coming into it, you know, they want it all now. They want, they want the exposure. They want the, the sponsorships. They want, they want everything that comes with it right now. And it's like, man, you know, when we were doing it, we were just doing it because it was something to do and a hobby. And, you know, there, we weren't sitting there like, Oh, you know, somebody's going to send us a mower someday or, you know, trade us work for a mower or anything like that. It was, you know, that would be cool, but I don't think it's going to happen. You know, I can remember tons of people telling me you, you're never going to get this to do that or work with this company or that company. And I mean, bro, it's unbelievable now. I mean, the, just the amount of, uh, I guess relationships we formed with companies that are multi-million dollar fortune 500 companies. I mean, yeah. uh, just last year, I, I, I tell the story all the time. I was talking with a, a Chinese, I guess you could call him like a president or something of a company. He was, he was interested in, uh, us putting some exposure on their products. We never did. We never, the deal never came through, but he, he had me on the phone and he's like, listen, man, he's like, uh, you guys have no clue what you're worth. And we're like, mm-hmm. What do you mean? This is before the GIE last year, okay? And uh, he's like, you guys are so valuable. He said, the day you guys understand how valuable you are to companies like us, mm-hmm. and he's like, and it's, this isn't smart of me to tell this to you, Sean. He said, but as soon as you guys realize how valuable you are to us as a company, you guys are all going to be millionaires. That's what he said. And I'm like, what is this guy talking <laughs> about? And what he was talking about, and he broke it down a little bit later on in that conversation. He said, I can spend millions and millions of dollars for the best advertising on a commercial on the, during the Super Bowl for 30 seconds. He said, and I can maybe, maybe target one percentage of my overall audience that I want to target for my specific product. He said, or I can come to you, help you out, you help me out, and we're directly connecting with the consumer that we want and that's going to consume our product in the community that we want to be in. Absolutely. And to put this into like a practical real life example, I was just with Nick Carlson. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know him from yeah. Ultimate? Yeah, absolutely. This story, I don't know if you ever heard this story, but I just share it again because it shows the power of these camera lenses, the internet, and what we're doing and having such a niche community like this. So long story short, Nick Carlson makes a product called Mulchmate. Yep. 
and Brian Fullerton knew Nick and, and they had done some advertising together and whatnot. And so, uh, Stan genetic, your, your friend Stan yep. and Brian go to Wright manufacturing. Well, I just kind of came back from there in Frederick, Maryland to film some footage for Ed Wright. So, it's right next to Baltimore, Maryland. So they're, they they got to go to the Baltimore airport. Brian's flight was two or, two hours or so ahead of um, Stan's. So okay. Ed and Stan drop off Brian at the Baltimore airport. And Stan's like, so what do we do for two hours? You know, I'm not going to sit in the airport. Let's hang out, Ed. Yeah. And uh, Brian's like, you should go see my friend Nick Carlson from Ultimate. He, he lives right next to the airport. Literally, he could walk from the airport to his, his properties, you know, the airports across the street, yeah. the fences. And uh, so Stan's like, okay, let's go. Ed's like, you know, you you know where he lives, and he's like, yeah, I know. Where, I'm friends with him. I know where his house. So Nick's inside his house on a Tuesday or Thursday, just <laughs> chilling, okay. And he gets a knock on the door, and so he's like, all right, who's here? And he goes, you just you stumbled around thinking it's Amazon or UPS or FedEx. You, when you get a ring, you don't, you know. Yeah, yeah. So he just kind of casually looks, and it's Stanley the Stanley the Dirt Monkey Genetic, <laughs> unannounced, at his house. Nice, and he's. He's squinting, he's blinking, he's like, okay. He goes and opens the door, and there's Ed Wright and Stan Genetics standing at his house. Now, he, he's he's just like, hey, guys, what are you doing? <laughs> and uh, Stan's like, don't got much time, show me mulch, mate. Okay, and this isn't paid, this is this is just organic Stan being awesome. Yeah. And, so, you know, Stan, you know, I, I show up to Sean's house, there's a the camera, he doesn't even, hey, Paul, he's, hey, guys, <laughs> before I even got a greeting, he's YouTube. I mean, that's just the world that these guys live in. So Stan busts out his camera, or, you know, GoPro, whatever you had. He's like, all right, show it to me, Nick. And he's sitting there putting Nick on the spot. Nick's not prepared for this. He didn't, you know, prepare anything. And he's like, right, throw some more load on there, some throw more material. So anyway, he impressed Stan. And Stan looks at Ed and says, good job, Nick. And Nick's, I don't want to say his company was small, but it wasn't, you know, he didn't have too many sales compared to what happened after that. Yeah. Next thing you know, people from Missouri and then, you know, Texas and He's Ohio. In Ohio, we've seen all, all the all around. They watched Stan Genetic. They saw Stan give him an endorsement, and it changed the man's life. I mean, he was already successful. He already built a million dollar business and, and sold it. But yeah. that video right there, Mulchmate would not be mulch made today if it wasn't for that one video. And that's just one piece of content that changed one company. The big, yeah, go ahead. You got me all fired up. Isn't that amazing though, that it's that powerful? It's that powerful. And just think of all the things that aligned there that changed his life. What if he wouldn't have been home that day? Oh, What if, you know, what if uh, he didn't answer the door? What if he freaked out and was like, oh, it's staying at my door. And my guess is that's where the battery uh, gave up the ghost. You know, I told Paul before he started the trip, you got to have your extra batteries. I'm sure he does. In fact, he did tell me he was carrying a whole boatload of extra batteries. My guess is he's thumbing through some bags right now uh, trying to replace those. We'll give him a chance to, to catch his breath and do that. You know, that's one of the reasons here at the Green Industry Podcast, we were just thrilled to partner with Echo for this summer road tour. Because of the reliability and the dependability of their products, especially the X-Series, when you go to echo-usa.com and look under products, scroll down till you see the X-Series. Check out those products. Some home gamers use them, but these are the items that you guys, the pros, are using. So when you need that uh, dependability, check out the X-Series from Echo. We're going to check out a couple of words from our sponsors. We love our sponsors, and then uh, we'll see if... We'll see what happens on the other side. Hey guys, it's Brittany Amon with the Hardscape Academy. We have created a how to install pavers and how to install retaining walls guide that are both two and a half hours to three hours long, available immediately online after you purchase for $99 at thehardscapeacademy.com. We also have two free courses on there, how to build slab steps and how to install slab stairs. You should check them out at thehardscapeacademy.com. Hey guys, it's Paul. I hope you have been enjoying listening to the Summer Road Tour. I'm having a blast out here on the road. I wish you could taste Caleb Allman's bacon or Sean Spencer's ribs. <laughs> These guys have been, the hospitality has just been incredible and I'm having a great time out here. There is something that I've been noticing. I, I've seen the trend the last couple of years as I've interviewed guests, but it's been kind of eye-opening to you know sit and look someone in the eye on their front porch back porch inside their family room and hear the same conversation day after day and that is to know your numbers 
And I have been on a journey of discovering my numbers and it doesn't matter the size of your business. The bigger your business gets, honestly, the more intention you wanna give to knowing your numbers. So I wanna tell you about the bookkeeper that I personally use in my business and that is Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. Megan and Joey do an incredible job. I trust them with my books. I trust them to help me know my numbers and make sure all my financial statements are organized so I'm ready to pay those quarterly taxes on time. They do a fantastic job. So Mr. Producer is going to put their link in today's show notes. You can go to that their website, sign up for a consultation, and when you begin to chat with Megan or Joey, tell them that you are a listener of the Green Industry Podcast. Tell them Paul sent you their way. They will take great care of you. Again, I personally use Gulf Coast Bookkeeping to help me know my numbers. I highly, highly, highly recommend them. And I just tell them Paul sent you and uh, they will take great care of you over there at Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. Okay, quick question. The internet, that's the one with email, right? Yes. Got it? I'm on it. Get in touch with Paul. Comment on the show. Suggest topics. Ask questions. Speak your mind. Green Industry Podcast at gmail.com. Technical All right, and we are back. Technical <laughs> difficulties. The part of social media that is, you guys make look easy who do this daily vlogging thing, but uh, there is cameras and memory cards and batteries and glitches and real life lighting and sound and it's you guys make it look so easy and good job with all the new graphics at the beginning and the (laughs) your branding and and, you know you've always done good with the color scheme but now you gotta you guys are stepping it up man yeah we you know you're always trying to honestly it's just changing things up to keep us enticed into it you Mm -hmm. know and keep us intrigued and motivated and it's you know we're six seven years into this thing paul it's not always easy to to stay on stay on your I guess your toes and stay uh, sharp, I guess you could say. but Yeah, well, before my memory card decided to have an error, we are talking about Stanley Genetics shows up randomly at Nick, Car- Nick Carlson's house from Ultimate. Nick had a good product. Stanley was generous with his um, influence, Yeah, promoted him, and then his business blew up. I was just there. He's, these machines sell for 30,000 a piece. <clears throat> He's just, they're just lined up. I'm, I'm sitting there doing math in my head. I'm like, 30? 60, 90, mm-hmm. 120, 150, 180, you know, and then next thing you know, I'm get to a million and I keep going. And I'm, I'm just the entrepreneur in me. I'm doing the math. I'm like, that's a couple million, or, you know, at least a million to two million just chilling right there in one section, you know, and it, that all happened because Stan video. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's part of it. Definitely Stanley took him to the next level, but Nick had, he to had a good product. Yeah. yeah he had yeah. to create it, but I mean, I definitely totally understand it. And how, how about, how about that opportunity there? You know, if, if it would have been missed, you know, if he wouldn't answer the door or not been home or, you know, the times didn't line up, you know, or he got on a flight early or whatever, you know, just things like that lining up or it's just amazing sometimes how it works out. And I, I, I was mentioning about the Rocky movie and how it almost never happened. The original Rocky almost never happened. He was pitching it, pitching it, and pitching it, Sylvester Sloan, and nobody was really grabbing at it. Nobody was interested in it. And then I, I remember the story kind of he was like walking out of a building one day and just happened to see a guy he kind of knew or knew. And the guy was like, hey, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just here pitching this, yada, yada, yada. He's like, uh, you know, let me hear it. And he's like, so he gives him like the, the one-minute rundown or something of it real quick. And he's like, yeah, you know, I like that. And that right there just happened to run into this guy walking out of the building, got the Rocky movie created. Wow. Just that. Just that. That. That alone should keep anybody that's kind of like, you know, my life's not going right. You know, things aren't lining up for me. That right there should keep you so on your toes and motivated because literally your life, if you're doing something, you have to be doing something. I don't care what it is, but if you're doing something and you're trying to become something and you want to be successful, you just got to stay on your P's and Q's. You got to stay sharp. You know, you got to, you got to be a role model for one. You know, nobody wants to be connected with somebody that's not going to, you know, have the image that they want to be connected with. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it, all those things lining up, and if you're doing it right, it's only a matter of time. And, you know, some people go their whole lives without catching a break. You know, some people go out and make their breaks happen. You know, it's just like you driving across the country right now, Paul. You know, there's other guys doing the same exact thing as you, sitting at home, you know, making phone calls. You know, they're not out here driving around, if you know what I'm saying. That doesn't mean they're not going somewhere. 
as long as they're putting into work still. They're calling. They're trying to get leads. They're trying to get more podcasts. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to find more companies and businesses and people to talk to. It's relationships, relationships, relationships is what it's about. Yeah, and big shout-outs to Echo for making this all happen. I, I appreciate their generosity. And Brittany Allman shared something with me because I was – and you got – let me say this. Be careful who you share your dreams with because – there's been times where I've shared my, I was so excited. I'm like, I want to do this. And then somebody, you know, basically in wisdom, they deflated me and they're like, well, I don't, you know, and then they plant seeds of doubt. And so I don't, I'm careful. Get away from those people, Paul. Yeah. I'm very careful now. There's things that I just keep between me and God. And and occasionally I'll tell someone like Brittany or Caleb, and I I shared with Brittany and Caleb, a big dream of mine. and, And Brittany said, write it down, you know, make it a goal. Like, she cheered me on, Absolutely. you know what I mean? But she's like, you got you to set it as a goal and like, you can actually do it. Yeah. You, you find in life, there's different types of people. There's people that have big dreams, but you know, they're never going to do anything with them. And then there's people that have big dreams that 100%, it'll be the death of them if they don't achieve that dream, but they're going to mm-hmm. try to pursue it every single day. And what that could be whatever could be, you know, a, a musician, a drummer, you know, uh, whatever, anything, a Lego builder, you know, a gamer, anything. The difference is, is are you taking actions or are you just hoping for it? Because if you're just hoping for it, good luck. Yeah. So what, can, you don't have to share us your intimate, you know, dreams of things that might be private, but you know, what you feel comfortable publicly sharing, what kind of motivates you for the future? What, where do you kind of want to you know, see your family and your careers because you got two careers. You got a young, very young family. You know, the, this, you got a this canvas, blank canvas of, I mean, this thing could go any direction. What's kind of your dream or, 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 you know, your path for the future? What would you like to see kind of some of the next chapters be? You want to hop in here? You want me to answer? Yeah, come on, TQ. I mean, one of the things is we're really wanting to get into is real estate. Yeah. And it's really hot in our area. And I mean, it, we would like to have a crew that we can depend on as far as lawn care and just keep, keep the whole Spencer lawn care. But we would have that freedom to do the whole, um, flipping the houses and stuff like that. And, you know, you know, be able to rely on the lawn care and then, um, the real estate and it would just make our dreams. Yeah. I, I would love to have a house built in the middle of the woods somewhere. Yeah. Get a big pool barn for Sean. And we will, we will. Yeah. We will. Uh, yeah, the real estate. No one knows where we're at. The real estate's our <laughs> next game. And uh, it's not that we're leaving lawn care. We're never going to leave lawn care. We absolutely love it. We'll always be doing it. Uh, but we're going to expand the lawn care. We wanted to do that this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of got pushed back with the whole COVID thing and kind of good thing we did because we lost some huge accounts that uh, really set us back financially. And then TQ closed or gave away her side of her cleaning business to her sister. Uh, that was another, you know, big financial impact there that we took. Uh, but yeah, the real estate's going to be our, our future. And just uh, as a lawn care professional or landscaper, we're entrepreneurs. So I was just talking with Caleb Allman off air. He'll, he'll eventually share his, he's keeping his business <clears throat> booming and for sure. He's got six, seven trucks and that thing's going to continue, but he's got another thing. He's like, man, we're thinking about getting into this. And you're yeah. you know, you're like, I'm thinking about getting to real estate. I'm going to see Brian Fullerton, you know, this weekend. He's got like, man, I don't want to do this. There's cause, cause with lawn care, it's entrepreneurship. You see that people have a need, they need their grass cut or they need a, you know, their plants installed and we have the solution to their need. Yeah. And, and then, but that entrepreneurial brain doesn't stop with just lawn care. It's like, well, I could make money. I watch Skip and Chip and what's Diana? <laughs> what's her name? I don't watch TV. Joanne? I know who you're talking yeah. about. I can't. Skip and Joanna or something. Yeah. Chip? Chip? Skip? I don't even. They're popular <laughs> on HGTV. I, I know who they are. I, I don't. Yeah. When you make content, like people are like, hey, did you see that movie? Or I was like, I have no idea. Like yeah. I, 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 I work and I make content and I work and I make content. You can't keep up with all that stuff. Yeah. And as an entrepreneur, uh, you know, you tend to find that we start keeping a lot to ourselves. We don't share it for that same example. You learn, you know, other people's opinions, you know, you may value them, but you tend to find that a lot of times they're just going to try to talk you out of it, knock you down, talk you out of your dreams because people just, you know, they're satisfied with where they're at and you, you might not be, I'm never satisfied. I'll tell you that right now. I'm never satisfied. I get bored very easily. And that's why I'm always like, boom, 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 on to the next thing, this, that. And uh, 
TQ is the same way. Just I'm I'm more like super drive twenty four seven. I can't sleep at night sometimes just because of things that are running through my head, and they just might be ideas, uh, products, uh, you know, things that I I never really talk about because I don't like to talk about it until I do them. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, you find that with a lot of entrepreneurs. Yeah, what's the mentality behind numbers with social media? Meaning. You, you kind of need the numbers because it is it is kind of a business, but it can be addicting. Like, you know, an Instagram girl will take her picture and then she's like, how many likes did I get? How many comments did I get? And then, you know, us in our community, we can make a post and it's like, oh, let me see how it's doing. And you're like, the, the, and I understand the business part of that. Like we got to present the numbers to the brand for the brand deals and all this stuff. But it can also be like a trap because it's like what used to be, Oh, I can't believe I got so much. You're like, ah, that, was, that was a bad performance. And then, but then you can get stuck. Like I got to make a piece of con- you know, you know, this is making any sense. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you keep a, a mental health about that? But, but by keeping diligence and prudence, uh, one of the hardest things for myself personally is, uh, not paying attention to the algorithm, I guess you could say. Mm. Uh, and that's very hard to do. And I still do it today. Uh, you, following your watch times, uh, you know, likes, comments, dislikes, whatever. Uh, it doesn't affect me. Honestly, it, it's, it, it's more or less, it's just that addiction. It, it's okay. What's it doing? You know, okay. It's first 60 minutes. How did it do? How did it perform versus yesterday's? Well, they must not like this. So we'll do this. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's a constant everyday self-evaluation mm-hmm. and it couldn't be good. It can be really good and it can be very, very bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I know an athlete, you know, I have, I have customers that play for the Falcons and they'll, you know, they have their game on Sunday and then Monday they're in the film room analyzing every little play, you know, yeah. how did they do, how could they do better? So it's the same in social media. I just, I find myself sometimes just taking weeks off at a time. Like I just, I, it, it's too much for me, yeah. you know? It, and, it, it's different though, whenever you can do it to your, whenever you can figure it out yourself mm-hmm. and then change whatever it is. But there's a whole online social media game that we none of us have control over. Right. Algorithms, uh, search, uh, you know, Google and YouTube are changing how how things are searched every single day. As soon as I think I have something figured out, they change it, and then it's like restarting all over again. I mean, I'm not kidding you. Like it's they change stuff so much where you're like, okay, I got it figured out. You know, we're comfortable. Two, three months goes by, we're doing really good. And then boom, they'll change something. And you're like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. And, and it's because it, they're figuring out that people are figuring it out. Yeah. <laughs> and it's constantly changing. But I guess one of the things now that I dislike is like we were talking about earlier, we've been doing this a long time. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of guys now and gals that have been doing it a long time. And then you just see the new folks come in and they just start replicating now because yeah. they see what works. Yeah. But all that years of hard work yeah. to build up, yeah. like lawn care was never a good hashtag. Yeah. And now lawn care searched like 225,000 times a day. <laughs> I mean, that's nuts. So now yeah. back, you know, over the last six years, five years, whatever, you put a hashtag lawn care and it did nothing. And then now guys coming in, gals coming in, and they're like, oh, hashtag lawn care. Boom, right there. It gets ranked. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, there's a lot of people that did a lot of work for a lot of years to to make this a lot better for a lot of people coming for the future, I guess you could say. Yeah, absolutely. How do you navigate everything all right, TQ? Yeah. Okay. I didn't yeah. know if that was nonverbal communication. No. <laughs> uh, well, I'm with, yeah, it's I'm, better than a punch me in the face. Paul. I'm doing all these, uh, mar- you know, marriages, Br- seeing Brittany and Kayla behind the scenes. And, you know, I got to meet Naylor's wife and Mitchell's girlfriend and all, you know, it's, it's cool to be at you guys' homes and, and just, this is awesome. We're just real people, man. Yeah. We're just I'm real having people. a great time. But so, so with social media, you got. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. I'm missing, you know. Well, not so many of those anymore. We got rid of a lot. Yeah, but so what I'm saying is there's eight or nine big players. You know, Caleb and Brittany were sharing with me their strategy of what they focus on and why. So how do you, because you can't do all eight of them with excellence. So how do you pick which ones you're going to go with? I know YouTube's kind of your main bread and butter, but how do you determine, let's do this, this, and let's do that real light, and let's just not even do that one at all? How do you come to that? I guess the main thing is uh, what I guess companies and yourself see working and no company has ever sent us a, an, a, 
a, a contract and said, Hey, we want you to post on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Not knocking on TikTok. I just, they're, they're just I'm not low in, key TikTok famous. Sean. Yeah, I, I, know, Paul, I know, but no company <laughs> has ever came to me. And, and to be honest with you, I mean, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, those are the three main that they want exposure on. Mm-hmm. Hey, can we work together? You know, this is what we're looking for. Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. There so that right there is clear in my opinion. I mean, not saying, hey, don't do TikTok because how would you a rank, year and a half. How would you rank those three if you're going to put your time into it? YouTube, Facebook, YouTube, and number Instagram. one. Instagram, number two. Facebook, three. Okay. There you go. Yeah. You but, agree, TQ? Yeah. Basically, um, any post we post on Instagram plays off of the video that we've done um, probably the day or two days before. And then whatever posts on Instagram automatically post on Facebook. So it's, yeah. it's kind of just... Since Facebook both bought Instagram, yeah. mm-hmm. now you can connect them so we can kill two birds with one stone there. Yeah, that's nice. You post it on your Instagram story and it automatically goes to Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got rid of Snapchat. We got rid of TikTok. Uh, what other ones do you Twitter? What are you doing with Twitter? Uh, doing- we do a little on Twitter, but not much. I, I tend to find Twitter is just kind of like uh, a talking... Yeah. I mean, more like, I don't know... Uh, Conversations. Conversations, yeah. Our like, community never seemed to really go that route. No, no, no. There's not enough hype, I guess you could say, with it. Yeah. I don't I don't mind TikTok. I look at it for other things, like following travel ball, softball, and stuff like that. It's really great for that. Are they playing for, uh, softball with COVID? Yeah. The, yep. It's still going on? Yeah, they, they shut us down for how many months? Three. Three months. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they got... They got a, a little bit of their season and not much of it. So Okay, it's over now or no, no, no. We got tournaments or no, we got a two more weekends. Um, but then there's retryouts for next yeah, year. Fall ball startup. Okay. Yeah, we just had another tryout. My well, Miley did, not us, but we were there watching. Uh, she tried out for another team on Sunday. So we we actually went from pretty much Pennsylvania to back to here to Orville. Orville all in like four or five hours. That's why wow. they call it travel ball. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're traveling. Yeah. Yep. Well, you guys have anything else you want to share before these ribs are smelling pretty good? Yeah, yeah. they're ready. I just got to make the asparagus and corn and that won't take very long. So Yeah, I guess the only other thing I was going to share is, man, I'll tell you what, I am so excited now and for the future for women in this industry, Paul. And I, I, I have to say 100%, a lot of it's driven from what Savannah has done over the last two and a half, three years. Pioneer. 100%. I mean, the messages that she receives and we receive talking about, look, I never thought about going out and working with my husband, but I'm actually really good at it. Mm-hmm. Like these women are finding out, bro, they are good at lawn care. They're so detail-oriented. They're so methodical, I guess you could say, and so like OCD, you know, that's a really good thing to have for landscaping and lawn care that some men don't have, including myself, because I'll tell you what, TQ keeps me on my game because I'll, I'll have the mower on the trailer and she'll come back around. I'm putting the gate up. She's like, Hey, you missed the spot right here. And it's literally like a, a, a little slither. And I got to drop the gate back down, get the mower off and fix it. What kind of feedback do you get from the actual customers when they notice you out there? It's awesome. Um, I have more conversation with our customers than he ever did. I'll give, um, I'll give you a little tip real quick. Let me hop in here. People do not say no to paying their bill to a woman. If a woman yeah. comes to the door, knocks on it, and says, hey, Mr. Jones, your bill's due. He's not going to tell pretty beautiful face Savannah, hey, you know, I might need till next week or something like that. He's like, oh, let me go grab the checkbook real quick. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, it's the best thing ever. Yeah, that I think side of contractors it. in general, you know, people, homeowners are kind of like, oh, there's just a stigma and like, you know, the guy out there that's not dressed good and baggy pants. But that's not us in general. No, 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 not, not you guys. But there's, when you see a woman on your property that's actually professionally dressed, you guys have your uniforms on, your color schemes, all that. It's like you can trust, like, oh, there's, a, you know, it's, it's, I would feel trustworthy if I peeked out my window and there you guys are in your bright colors and a husband and wife versus Rick's lawn mowing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It comes down to image, you know, uh, you got to be professional. And this is the thing that I've personally and we've tried to personally and a lot of others is lawn care for a long time was just looked at as just a lawn care guy, you know, lawn care man, whatever. You pay him his 20 bucks and get him on down the road, whatever. 
there's a professional aspect to it now, Paul, that if that's what you want to be as a company, you know, have uniforms, show up in a nice clean truck, have clean equipment. There's a difference between everyday Joe Schmo cutting grass and a professional lawn care business. There is. And it's not knocking on that guy because maybe he's working towards being the professional guy. Maybe he can't afford uniforms yet. Mm-hmm. Not knocking on him whatsoever. But there still is a clear difference between that side of it and this side of it. And that's what we try to, to shine a light on is the, the positive side of it, the professional side of it. Show up. Be proud of your job. Be proud of, uh, you know, to be in lawn care and landscaping. There's nothing whatsoever to be ashamed of to be in this industry whatsoever because i'll tell you what some of the best people i've ever met are in the lawn and landscape industry and some of them are just our customers that we come in contact with every week awesome lastly i want to pick your brain both of y'all on this because it's something that's been happening a lot across the country and probably even the world and that's we've had a lot of incidences of theft i had a guy just interviewed on my show listen to this he had a brand new right mower he had it on a trailer connected to his truck okay he goes to the store. He's got three employees, and they're in the backyard, okay? Truck, trailer, right mower. Brand new right mower, okay? All out there. And, and they go around front to get something, and they're like, oh, truck's gone. Boss must have picked it up. The truck's gone for a while, so they call the boss. Say, hey, when you come back with the truck? You know? So what are you talking about? They're like, well, the truck's been gone for a while. You know, we need to get something out of it. He's like, you know, shut up. And thinks it's a joke. Lo and behold... Thieves came in, you know, hot-wired the truck and drove off with the, the mower on the trailer and took all of it and, and, and drove off. So, and we are talking off-air of, of situations. I mean, I'm this is a weekly occurrence. I hear something personally. Someone says, Paul, this happened to me, whether it's a blower taken, a weed eater, or a whole rig. That's the most extreme I've heard. We <laughs> took the trailer, the truck, mm-hmm. and, and the right mower. Now, thankfully, they just ended up, I think, taking the trailer and mower and the truck. They ended up, because that's harder to steal with the all the plates and everything. Yeah. But nevertheless, you've been doing this for a very long time. And how do we protect our equipment out in the field and at home or at their storage unit? What are some things you've learned? Yeah. Uh, security. I'll, I'll tell you like this. If a thief wants your stuff, it's going to be extremely hard to stop them. Uh, locks don't stop people. Uh, all they do is just make them take a little bit longer or keep them honest. That's uh really all there is to that. Uh, we have tons of locks on stuff. We have tons of security. Uh, some of that's because we are here on social media and some of it's because we have tons of equipment on and around the property. Uh, we've taken measures since our incident a few weeks ago that we've actually removed quite a bit of stuff from the house here. And we're actually utilizing a storage facility, uh, that we are not going to show whatsoever. Yeah. Good idea. Uh, It's not going to be on social media. Nobody knows where it's at. Uh, we're not going to show it. And it's just, we had to make that choice and make that, uh, you know, I guess a priority, uh, because sometimes being on social media, you don't realize how much you're showing. And then when an incident like ours happens where they disconnected the the transmission, messed up the transfer case, uh, took the linkage off, uh, you know, they, they tried to steal our entire livelihood, our, our whole entire setup. Uh, and I guess they got very lucky that night and I'm glad they kind of got lucky. I'm glad my phone didn't go off because it would have been a bad night for everyone, probably myself included, uh, because I am going to protect our home. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I had a, in this chance, Paul, this, you know, this sometimes, you know, this is why I think God watches over us and that it didn't happen. But I had a, you know, your phone gets updates Mm -hmm. and you can schedule the update. Mm-hmm. Well, we schedule mine at nighttime because mm-hmm. I don't want to, I need my phone during the day for customers, yada, yada, yada. So I scheduled it for 2 a.m. Well, at 2 a.m. is when they came to steal my stuff. So my security wow. system all went off. It all recorded, but my phone was going through an update, so it never dinged whatsoever. If it would have not been doing that update, I would have heard it 100% and there would have been a incident incident in my driveway yes 100 percent. well i know now like while we're out on the job i mean we've always done this but we always have one of us up front in the front yard and one of us in the backyard if that's i think that's so important Mm -hmm. tq that's so important because not everyone's youtube stars but all of us have a blower that's easy to sell i mean a thief can steal that post it on facebook marketplace craigslist and that thing's sold within two hours you're ain't gonna 
yeah. you ain't going to retreat that. Yep. Um, but not everyone's the YouTube stars, but we all have the equipment and we all got to be proactive. So having one person in the front is definitely helpful. Mm, absolutely. absolutely. And there's a lot of things too now you can do that are very uh, affordable, uh, putting GPS on all your equipment. Uh, that's just one way of keeping track of it. Uh, Another is just locking your stuff up, uh, being vigilant. You know, a lot of times uh, we've caught people following us before and, you know, we'll just sit there and we know what they're doing. We know what they're up to. Uh, could they just be watching us because we're on social media? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, but are they watching us for an opportunity to snag something real quick? That's a possibility. So uh, being vigilant, uh, you know, you can chip your stuff all you want. Uh, lock it up. You know, a, a, a thief is an opportunist. Yeah. And if there's an opportunity there for them, sometimes it's just too enticing and that's, that's why they bite and why, they, you know, I, I honestly think some good people do bad things just out of opportunity sometimes. Yeah. Well, be careful friends, protect yeah. your stuff. Sean and TQ, it's time for ribs, asparagus, and good old Ohio corn on the cob. <laughs> Thanks for uh, being on the show. They're Spencer Lawn Care. Unless you live under the rock, you know who they are. <laughs> They're on the YouTube and uh, doing a bunch of vlogs over there. They're also on Instagram, at Spencer Lawn Care. What's the Facebook? You guys do a little bit over it's there? Just Spencer, Spencer Lawn Care. Care. Yep. Okay. Every, everything Spencer Lawn Care around the board. What uh, about merch? If someone wants that famous Spencer Lawn Care, how, can, how do they get that? I, I, the easiest way, I guess, you, we have an eBay store, but the easiest way would just be to go to one of our newest uh, YouTube videos and go into the description okay. uh, or over into the bio there on YouTube if they're interested in merch. But, there's uh, a link. Yeah, 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 there's a link. I love there. when these little eight-year-old kids, you see them with their little Spencer Lawn Care hat. It's Bro, awesome. Just shared a little kid yesterday, like three-year-old sitting in the back, car seat. He wanted his dad's hat because that bad boy had Spencer Lawn Care on it. <laughs> and we get videos all the time, man. These yeah. little babies are sitting there like glued to the TV, and it's amazing. Yeah. It's truly a blessing. Well, thanks for letting me come to your home, and uh, let's have some ribs for uh, Ryan Priggy. Paul, <laughs> thank you so much for coming. Yes, we thank pray you. that you have a safe rest of your trip back home and everything. Uh, I know you're going up to Michigan. Uh, we just, we'll be praying for you that you have a safe trip and, uh, you know, don't find any more rocks or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> your boy got some trouble on his hands, man. Oh, all right, Marty, we're going to kick it back to you. That's my producer back in Atlanta. So take it over, Marty. Man, I got to say, it sounds like you guys are having a great time. You know, Paul actually invited me to come along on the uh, summer road tour, but uh, there's a difference between Paul and myself, and that is that Paul genuinely likes people. Yeah, he does. He never met a stranger. He's great at connecting with folks. You, you can just tell by the relationship he has with all of these people that he's interviewing and just not quite my gifting. You know, Paul, I think you definitely, though, are going to have to have an intern for your next road tour. Maybe we could start taking applications now. That reminded me, I've got a nephew up in Michigan. He's from Louisiana, but he's up in Michigan doing a summer internship at one of the uh, the big boy companies that's into landscaping. Maybe I'll put you guys uh, in touch and uh, he can help you out on your fall tour. You can help us out by telling somebody about the Green Industry Podcast. Who do you know that would enjoy hearing some of these uh, podcasts, share it with them. And of course, uh, while you're on Apple Podcast, drop us a five-star review. Have a fantastic uh, day, whatever day it is that uh, you happen to be consuming this podcast. And uh, look forward for another episode coming shortly. Be blessed. Have a great day. You've been listening to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. Thanks again to Echo for powering our first annual summer road tour. Check out Echo's product line at echo-usa.com. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button to stay up to date with the newest episodes as the tour rolls on.